Newton loads up, home run ball. He's got an open receiver. Touchdown, Kansas City. And he'll be sacked. For Noah Fan, we've got a foot race. Open receiver into the end zone. Touchdown. Intercepted in the end zone. But it's been nine straight now for Kansas City. Every single time we start feeling good about the Broncos, just as soon as the players and the fans start feeling good about the team, they go and play the Chiefs. And, Mike, I guess it really shows how far Denver has to go when they play a team like Kansas City. Yeah, they're not, uh, they're not in the same neighborhood as the Kansas City Chiefs. they got a long way to go. And it really does show up when it's a game that, you know, the Broncos try to get up for. It's a big division rival. You know the AFC West. Not, you know, the Broncos didn't have a chance this year, but they know eventually they got to beat the Chiefs. 53-9 combined score in the two games. 30-6 to in the first one, 23-3 in this one. Chad, we're looking at all these games as it goes through nine straight. I mean, they just find new ways to lose. And, and as Mike just pointed out, not even in the game in either of these. Seasons. Well, think about the quarterbacks for the Kansas City Chiefs, Alex Smith and now Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes is going to be here for a long period of time. So if you're the Broncos, you're looking up at the Chiefs in the division and you're thinking, how do we match these guys? Well, your quarterback play has to come somewhat close to what the Kansas City Chiefs brought there with Patrick Mahomes, and that's not going to be the case for quite a while here in Denver. When you lose over and over again to a team that you're chasing, it can get frustrating, and we certainly saw that with Vaughn Miller after the game today. Listen to the Broncos' best player. I know what to say. You know, I don't know how we got to this point. You know, I don't know why. I don't know why we went in like this. I really don't know what to say. It's tough. You know, it's tough being where we at. And that is Tyreek Hill, touchdown, Kansas City. Well, we've tried, well, we've tried everything. You know, we've, we've tried everything on all, on and off the football field. You know, we've tried all different coaches, all different players. We've tried everything. I, I really don't know what's going on. And if I did, you know, I, you know, I would be the, the first to, you know, execute whatever plan it is to get everything better. But I'm. And I'm lost words. Receiver into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. We have tried you know, everything from team bonding, uh, coming in early, uh, working hard at practice, film. <laughs> I, you know, I really don't know. I mean, emotions still high right after the game, but I, you know, I'm, I'm just lost right now. For me, I guess it, I guess it just it just looks different from my lens. You know, I'm, I'm 30 years old. You know, I've been playing in the league nine years. Like, I'm ready to hit the gear. I'm ready to go again. You know, I'm ready to you know, bring whatever we had in the past back. I want that back. You know, down year, two down years, three down years, four down years. We we did that. Like now, I'm trying to like get back going again. But then we come up short. It's it's definitely defeating. You know, it's more than just winning and losing. It's just it just defeats my soul. Strong, passionate comments there from Vaughn. Your initial gut when you hear him talk like that. It brings me back to a time when I was with the Seattle Seahawks. I was there for eight years. We've gotten to the playoffs twice. We lost in the first round both times. And I felt like, like that process was robbing me of the best years of my career. I'm laying it on the line each week for this team. I'm trying to be a leader. Like Vaughn said, I'm organizing film sessions. Come on, guys, let's get an extra lift in. Let's do extra work on the field. Everything you can possibly do as an individual, but the results don't change. And it gets to a point where it starts to get frustrating, and it's hard to separate yourself from the team. 
I'm playing well, the team's not playing well, and I have to make sure that I keep my standards high and never let my standards dip. But it's difficult in those circumstances because it's natural, it's human to get frustrated when things don't change. So I completely feel for Vaughn. I've been in that same situation before. It's a very tough place to be as a player, and it's hard to get out of as an organization, but they've got some changes they have to make, I think, again, this offseason. But there is a bit of a young nucleus that I think John Elway can say, hey, Vaughn, look at these couple of guys. We want to build around them, and you're going to be a part of helping those guys get to the next level. That was a premeditated message that Vaughn was giving. There, uh, there was not a question asked when that press conference starts. He had thought it out, and he went out there, and he started talking. So he knew what he wanted to say. And his message was either, to me, he was either kind of setting up like he might want out because this team isn't, you know, he doesn't see where it's getting better real soon, especially when you're playing the Chiefs, like Chad said, and Patrick Mahomes is going to be dominating the division for the next 15 years. Or he doesn't have confidence in the leadership. It's kind of rebuilding. They got all these young guys. Where is he as a 30-year-old? He's not wanting to do the rebuilding thing. He's wanting to win yesterday. He just, uh, at wit's end is where he was. Uh, He just expressed it, and he wanted to get that off his chest without even being prompted. Uh, it, was, it was a message sent. It's all anyone's yeah, talking about clear. with this game. Very clear. Travis Kelsey, a guy who, again, this seems to be the MO for, for, for the, Bron- the Broncos. They have problems covering tight ends, and today lit up again by the big man. 11 catches, what, 142 yards? At one point, he had more receiving yards than the Broncos had on offense. Yeah. So how ridiculous yeah. is that? So if you're Von Miller, going back to Von Miller thing, they have to deal with this guy. And Todd Davis is not the guy to deal with this guy for the next four or five years in this division. Even Justin Simmons is not a great matchup for this guy. So, yeah, you're Von Miller. You're coming off the field. They got Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, we couldn't find a way to stop him. And we don't have anybody on our roster who can actually do it. Tyreek Hill got the 43-yard touchdown on the first drive. After that, Fangio kept the safeties back. The middle of the field was open for Kelsey. He kind of gave him that. And Mahomes knew, knew how to take it. You talk about Patrick Mahomes, it still always starts with him. And, and Broncos were commenting in the locker room today. In fact, you talked to Chris Harris about it. He's better than anybody else. Yeah. I, and Lamar Jackson, you know, with the running, he's a better runner. And he's really got it. He's got the mojo going for the Ravens. But as a pure passer, yeah, you got to go with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And he probably is going to have a longer career because of it. But do you talk about all those weapons with the Chiefs? He's wep- he is weapon number one, in my opinion. And so often when a quarterback has the skill set of Patrick Mahomes, he wants to go deep. He wants to push the offense all the time. As Mike pointed out, when Fangio went with a much safer defense, he was content, he was patient, find guys in the middle, pick up seven, eight yards, just keep moving the chain. So he's not a guy who is so immature that he can't just play within himself and take what the defense has given him. From their quarterback to our quarterback, we're putting Drew Locke in the spotlight for a third straight week. This time, though, there was more bad than good. We've been doing this for years at Mizzou, so we know how to pull off a tailgate. It is a winter wonderland here at Arrowhead. Yeah, no, that was definitely the worst I've ever played in. Uh, Besides just being a little wet and cold, it was just like a normal game. We're going to realize that there were plays there to be made, and if we make a couple here and there, that's that's a different game. He's pressured, and he'll be sacked. Fourth and one, everyone's thinking you're going to run the ball. Why not? bluff a little bit and hit no on the screen down the sideline which is what they did watch how they fit a couple of those sets and uh, we knew that we 
flash ball, they would bite hard on it. And sure enough, they did, and it worked out. How about that call on fourth and one? You know, that pick is definitely on me. You know, I just, I talked about last week, you know, trying to force plays to happen. Um, you know, I definitely tried to force something to happen there, and it bit me in the butt. You know, that's the second time that that's happened. Well, that's a throw you just don't make in the National Football League. I think, you know, just having the chance to play here was awesome. Um, I mean, obviously, you'd like to win, um, but I don't think this is the last time that I'll be visiting Arrowhead, and I definitely don't. I wouldn't like to think that it's going to be like that every single time we come here and, and play in Arrowhead, so. Just a rookie. We saw, especially the interception today, and that was actually back-to-back -back interceptions. The first yeah. one called back. He gets another chance. Still doesn't make Vaughn said, though, this is still the future. Just wasn't so bright. Seth. Yeah, I, I think it's really – he's a talented guy, and he's yeah. going to be a talented guy who could still go one of a couple ways. He could tantalize you with talent and never quite get you over the hump, or he's going to be a Pro Bowl-type guy and uh, get you deep into the playoffs in a couple of years. And it's really a lot up to Scangarello, Fangio, how they bring him along. It's really crucial how they bring him along here uh, the rest of this year, but mostly next year. He has the talent. That's a prerequisite. So he has that prerequisite amount of talent, the arm strength, the footwork. But to your point, I think there could be a, a potential of a Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler was certainly talented. Yeah. Arm strength. Jay Cutler was a confident oh. guy, but the confidence bordered on or went past confident into cocky and became a little bit of an issue for him and his teammates and relations in the locker room. So hopefully Locke and Abe can keep that confidence going but still be the great teammate that Jay Cutler never became and use that physical talent to move this Broncos team forward. One difference we've seen, when Cutler would lose a game, he seemed kind of aloof about it, didn't seem to bother him as much. You can tell that Drew Locke, it bothered him to lose, especially the way Denver did today. Much more on Broncos tonight when we come back. Obviously, a tough outcome with this one. You guys had really gotten the momentum going the last couple games and not able to continue that today in Kansas City. Uh, you know, uh, we, I feel like as a defense, we didn't uh, play as good as we could have. And conditions or no conditions, you know, we don't use those excuses. Uh, we just need to play better. And uh, they, they outplayed us today. They scored on their first five possessions. You guys were able to hold them to field goals, though, on three of those five, at least to keep yourselves in the game. Yeah, um, you know, uh, that's just what you got to do. You know, it's a, you got to bend, not break. You know, so holding them to a couple field goals, is, that's huge. You know, it keeps us in the game. You know, but uh, we got to do a better job even not giving them field goals. There was a couple times we went third, third down, we got to get stops. I know it's a team game, and obviously winning loss is what matters most. But for you, an outstanding performance, not one but two sacks. Can you kind of talk about those getting to one of the toughest quarterbacks in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes will be hit, and he'll be sacked back at the Kansas City 15, and that is Shelby Harris. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, rushing coverage, you know. I feel like, you know, on both of those sacks, you know, uh, it was nobody open. And so, you know, I was able to make a move and, and get there. And so, you know, it's a, every sack is a whole team thing. Because, you know, no matter how good you beat the guy in front of you, if somebody's open, he's going to get rid of the ball. So, um, you know, uh, credit to, to the DBs doing a great job out there and linebackers doing a great job. Highlight of the game had to be the Snow Angels after the sacks. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm from Wisconsin. Uh, snow doesn't really bother me at all. So, you know, this is kind of like an ode to my ode, ode to my roots, you know, just uh, 
and getting back and having some fun in the snow. He laid down on the field and did a snow angel. And your biggest celebration actually may have been against with that deflection you got, although it didn't count. <laughs> well, you know, that's just the name of the game, you know. But, uh, you know, I'm just trying to do my part to, uh, you know, get wins. Last thing, Shelby, where do you guys go from here? You got two games left. Got to finish on it up, especially at home. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I don't think any of these guys are going to waver. We're going to go out there, we're going to work, and we're going to uh, work to get these two last wins. Final score from Arrowhead Stadium, it's Kansas City 23 and Denver 3. Shelby was one of the regulars out there. That defensive line was like, feel like they should be wearing yeah. UMI cards. They had to scramble to put together a defensive line, but Shelby came through with the two. He's had a heck of a year. Really he had the has. three sacks against the Vikings. Be interesting if he comes back next year because he's an unrestricted free agent. They've got a few. I don't think Justin Simmons is going anywhere. They'll franchise tag him Good. if uh, you know if they can't work out something before March. But Shelby Harris is someone who uh, has really come on with the Broncos the last couple of years. Final thing, Chad, we got to talk about is the weather. It looked cool on TV. It was <laughs> our poor photographers down there freezing. The press box was nice and warm. It I was. They didn't like when we asked them, hey, do the elements play a part? Because their answer is, we both have to deal with it, the Chiefs and the Broncos. But why did Kansas City look so much better in those elements than the Broncos? When it's a weather game, the team that handles the weather typically wins. And to steal a quote from my uh, old coach, Bill Cowher, cold is state of mind. And it's a, it is a mental thing. You have to go out there in those conditions and convince yourself that you're not cold and convince yourself that this weather is not going to be a factor. At the same time, you have to do things like Tuck the ball away a little bit tighter. Shorten your steps up. So it's a mental process, but I think, uh, you know, clearly Kansas City was a little bit more comfortable in those conditions today than the Broncos were. It's about footing, I think, and the Chiefs have better receivers, better offensive weapons than the Broncos did. They could take advantage of the poor foot, uh, footing more, as I thought was a difference. And going into this game, I was thinking the weather would be the great equalizer. Unfortunately, that didn't turn no. out to be the case. Two games left for Denver. As they miss the playoffs yet again, another losing season. We'll have much more tomorrow, much more from Vaughn as well. It'll be an interesting couple weeks in offseason to come, as always, with the Broncos.